Hello, everyone. I don't even know how to start this. (laughs) We are in the middle of a global pandemic, the coronavirus, which I think is the street name. The actual name is COVID-19, has officially wreaked havoc on the entire world. Um, We are in completely uncharted, unprecedented times. Um, And with uh, something like this, there is obviously widespread panic. And so I have actually been asked to keep this podcast going. Um, while this is not the plan we had in mind, we had, you know, studio time booked with videos and guests and all that. Um, all of that has to be postponed for right now. So we're going to go ahead with this <laughs> and we'll see um, where that kind of lets out. But uh, yeah, here we go. So, I mean, this has been happening for a couple weeks now. We obviously watched what happened in China and then um, obviously, you know, the spread to Italy and and the complete, you know, martial law type lockdown that Italy is seeing. Um, And I think all of us were kind of in denial that that could actually happen here. Um, I know I was um, as early as, you know, two Fridays ago, I was going out to eat thinking that we would get a table, no problem. And and we had to wait. Um, So I think people thought, you know, we would have the same you know, fears, but we would handle it differently because this was the U.S. and, you know, we would never put people in their homes and all of that. And and quite the opposite has happened. So, you know, as I even begin to record this, and just so you know, I have no outline or no agenda here or anything whatsoever. Um, it's just more of people have asked me to kind of give my opinion on what's going on, which is terrifying. If, we're, if people are officially looking to my opinion, um, we have officially reached the apocalypse. <laughs> um, but I can just give you my two cents as a broker, as a new broker, as a new uh, business owner, um, and, and hopefully, you know, dispel some fears in that regard. Um, the fact of the matter is, you know, just to kick it off, it's, it's terrifying. You know, it's, we've never seen anything like this. They're, they're talking about complete shutdowns. As of right now, you know, no business is actually allowed to operate. I'm recording this inside my closed office. I had to come in to pick something up and figured this was the only time I was going to be alone. (laughs) So figured it was a good time to do this. Um, Yeah, I mean, look, I I go up and down just like anybody else. You know, I have moments of panic and then I have moments of, you know, gratitude that this is a time to actually relax. Um, The fact of the matter is, is nobody knows, right? So you can only do what you can do and and be kind of as mentally fit as possible and, and really you know, try and put your health and your families first. Um, it's really all you can do right now. Uh, we, you know, at Anglo and Volkers Hoboken are doing our best to stay busy. I just rolled out a, a, a sample calendar that people could follow. Uh, but that calendar isn't all business. You know, we want to make sure that people are taking this time to slow down. And regardless of what you believe in, there is something existential happening here, in my opinion, where, you know, we all work so hard. We all live so hard. We do so many things to 110th level um, that maybe the universe was just like, you all need to slow down for a little bit. I mean, I won't get into that. That's a very different type of podcast. Um, But, you know, I know for me, it's been nonstop for a year and a half between negotiating, you know, very, very intense negotiations for this, this acquisition, and then actually doing it and realizing it was so much more than I had signed on for, um, or thought I was signing on for rather, and then really, you know, bringing a, a failing business to 
profitability within seven months, thanks to the amazing agents that I have with me right now. Um, you know, we were riding such a wave and then seeing, you know, everyone said that the real estate market had to go down and we just did a whole dive in in the numbers and the real estate market up until last week was killing it by our market, killing it. Um, we were we were seeing an increase from the year prior. Um, it was still a seller's market, technically a buyer's market, but it was a healthy market in which sellers were willing to make deals finally for the first time in six years. I mean, things were rosy. We had millions of dollars in contract, um, a lot of which has fallen out of contract due to fears of the virus. You know, if you if you watch the news, it's you think it's the end of the world. Um, so I've officially stopped doing that for a large portion of the day. Um, yeah, it's it's just an interesting time. I mean, I think the the most important thing is, is to note is there will always be a real estate market. Um, I think what's important for agents right now is to really make that shift. You know, you're gonna sh- this is gonna shift to a buyer's market, and you as a buyer are crazy to not get involved in this market when this is all over. Um, also, we're you know we're losing deals left and right. People are pulling out, rightfully so. You know, they're nervous they're not gonna have jobs. Um, they're nervous they're not going to be able to make their their payments per month. They're nervous they're not gonna you know to to liquidate their assets, whatever assets they have left after this you know stock market crash. I get all the reasons why not to do it. But if you're financially sound, you're locking in and you locked in rates like six, seven, eight weeks ago, the rates have gone up, which I think is something that most people haven't realized. And they'll go back down again, I think, when everything is stabilized. But there's such an onslaught of people that were buying that the rates and, you know, uncertainty that the the lenders have actually raised the rates. Um, And so by doing that, you know, if you get out of contract now and this blows over in two to three weeks and you try to get back in, your rate's almost a full point higher. That's a big difference. For every percentage point that a rate increases or decreases, you gain or lose 9% of affordability respectively. That's a big, big, big difference when you're talking about our, you know, average deal size being about 800 grand in our market. So, you know, I realize that there's very there's many reasons why you would want to get out of a deal right now from panic, but I think it really makes sense as a buyer if this if this deal makes sense for you and your family. Let's take the COVID out of it. Let if this deal makes sense for your family, don't lose the the rates you locked into six weeks ago. I mean, this is you know this will blow over. Try and get your your maybe your contract extended. You know, so at least you have a little bit of like a buffer on the back end to see whether or not you could. You know, if you do lose your job, you know, if if there's some sort of thing you can add to the contract to protect against that. And, I, you know, I, I'm not an attorney, so I, I don't pretend um, to know what that what that is. But I'm sure people are going to start to get creative. So it really makes a lot of sense to kind of stay in a contract and start to if, if it makes sense for your financial, if you just lost your job or if you are very heavily tied to the market, I get it. I mean, I would I would be nervous as well. Um, but it, it really is an interesting time. And conversely, from a sales perspective, I don't know that I would be rolling out a new listing right now. Um, I think in some cases, it actually makes sense to do so. But, you know, with the limited showings, and I think eventually they're going to follow Cuomo's suit, and we're eventually not going to be able to do in person showings. You know, and it's just the safe thing to do right now. But if you have a listing that's been existing, I mean, you're crazy not to be on the market. You're about to have people sitting at home doing nothing, scrolling through the Internet, <laughs> um, just trying to find a place to park money or even just learn about the real estate market because there's nothing else to do right now. Right. So your your listing is front and center. And what's interesting from our MLS perspective, we used to have to do these things called time um, temporary off market, where the second that someone would ask to see a property, 
the clock started and you had five days to be able to get that person into that property or you would have to take it off and make it as temporary off market. Well, the MLS smartened up and given the national emergency, they actually did away with that. So you can actually be active on the MLS provided you state I'm sorry, you can actually be active on the MLS and not show the property provided you state in the advertising and broker remarks that 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 the COVID virus is is the reason why you're not doing so. Um, That's a huge opportunity now for sellers. You're able to just be front and center and and essentially have more eyeballs on your property than you ever will. And yes, there's you know, it's I don't it's nerve wracking right now. and People are nervous about money, but I don't know why in any (laughs) on any planet you would want to remove your listing from a time right now from the time that we're going through right now. So, I mean, yes, it's this is definitely affecting our market without a doubt. We had, you know, a couple million dollars in deals fall through last week. Um, but at the end of the day, I just put something in contract tonight or last night rather. So the smart people I think are going to continue to stay near or in the real estate market. Um, I think the fear will, you know, go away over time. I think we need to get a handle on it from a national perspective of what we're, what the plan is here. I mean, just keeping people in their homes indefinitely, I don't think is, is one possible or be the smart thing. And, and again, people way smarter than me <laughs> with economic planning and, and whatnot behind them will be able to determine a better way of doing things. Um, but I don't, I don't know what the longstanding economic result is here. I don't think it's positive, uh, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't be involved in real estate. Quite the opposite, in my opinion. I mean, some of the best deals I personally have got from my own portfolio were buying when markets were down. Um, and I believe, I think it was Tony Robbins that went in and did a whole analysis in one of his uh, financial books that like the people that made the most money in the market were the people that were involved in the five worst days or bought in on the five worst days of the market. And forgive me, that could be, I could be saying that completely wrong, but buy low, sell high. I mean, everyone should be, you know, not excited because that's a terribly insensitive way of putting this, but everyone should be poised and ready to pounce when this thing levels out. You know, because I think it's going to provide incredible opportunities both in the stock market and in the real estate market. And listen, if you don't feel comfortable in the stock market right now, then bring it over to real estate. You know, real estate's always cyclical. There's there's a certain yes, it doesn't bring the the same level of returns that you know stock market investment can. But there's a certain level of comfort knowing that a real estate market, especially one in the Hoboken, Jersey City, Gold Coast, you know, Hudson County area is one that is is pretty resilient. I mean, I think we should all remember Sandy when we had the Hudson River running through our living rooms and we were petrified of what we were going to do with, you know, the onslaught of uh, garden apartments that we were going to have to sell. We were, I remember sitting in sales meetings and thinking we're never going to sell these apartments again, ever. They're just not possible. You can't sell garden apartments. And three weeks later, (laughs) they were renovated with FEMA money and trading at a premium. So I think people forget how resilient this market is. I think people forget how resilient we are as people. Um, and, and that actually enrages me because there's so many people making poor decisions right now that don't need to be making those decisions. Um, and, and it's unfortunate because they're going to lose money in the long run because they bet against America. And I believe it's Warren Buffett that said you should never, ever, the second you bet against America is the second you lose. Um, this is a tough time. People are going to go through very hard economic times and already starting to. The hospitality industry, my heart bleeds for these people. I mean, there is who knows what the longstanding effects of this are going to be for restaurant owners, for small business owners. You know, I know for myself, thank God, you know, our whole business plan here was to run as lean as possible to right the ship. And we never 
strayed from that. Even though after seven months we were profitable, we never strayed from that model. So we're running lean as usual. So we're, we're fine. I mean, thank God. Um, we're rocking and rolling and we're fine and we're waiting this out and trying to take this time to be with our families and, and kind of reset our mental, you know, perspective on things on life. Um, but you know, there's tons of, of small businesses. The rents here are incredibly high, incredibly high in Hoboken for commercial spaces. I mean, these people have, you know, fifteen, twenty thousand $20,000 a month in rent for their spaces. Like, please, if there's anything else you guys can do out there, if you are in a good financial position, please buy gift cards, please buy takeout from these places. I mean, I, I, my heart goes out to them incredibly. Um, and there's anything we can do as a company when this is all over, um, we're, we're definitely going to try and do, um, to help raise money for these people. Cause it's, it's just tough. So Forgive this, it's kind of a rant, but I think the one, you know, takeaway I think for agents is this is a, an amazing opportunity to reset your business. Um, it, this is going to require a pivot and there's no, you know, it's not like no one is going to do any real estate transactions. Like you definitely just have to find out what's best for your people. You know, our company refers to agents as advisors. You're not supposed to say agents at Anglo and Volkers. And the reason for that is we want to be considered someone who helps you through the process. I mean, I can't tell you how many people I've said, don't buy this year. You know, this isn't the right time for you. Don't do that. And being willing to step away from a transaction and that paycheck is powerful because you want to do what's right for this client. I think, you know, to 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 kind of build on that, the agents that are referral based are the agents that are going to kick ass when this is over because you can't make cold calls right now. It's incredibly insensitive to talk to people about selling their properties or buying properties. And you shouldn't be. This is, you know, a global pandemic. People are dying. You know, you got to focus on what's important here. Um, but what you can do if you really do believe that your advisors, which us at Anglo Volkers, we do believe that, you know, you can advise people. You know, there's plenty of people that are going to have to move this year. Is When is the right time to do that? When is the right time to go see properties? When is the right time, you know, to move money around? Anything we can do from a real estate perspective that we're licensed and legally able to do, we're going to do to help. Um, I have at least two or three conversations a day with my sphere of influence, whether they're past clients, current clients, future clients, or just people that refer me business. Um, just staying in touch with them. It helps you with your mental state to just want to be connected to people right now. Um, I, I think that you know, giving up on real estate as a whole right now is a really, really short-sighted position to take. Um, we will, oh, real estate cyclical, we were due for a downturn regardless, and we're going to get it, you know, we're going to get it from this wacky existential circumstance. But I mean, it's, it's certainly not doom and gloom. It's going to be doom and gloom for a couple weeks, but take the time to reset. So one of the things is like for, from a, a new agent perspective, one thing I constantly hear from new agents is I just feel like everyone's doing business and I'm not doing anything or, you know, I can't catch up. I'm never going to be that big. This is it. I mean, we just, the universe just leveled the playing field, kids. <laughs> you have all the time in the world and so do those big agents. What are you doing to get ahead? Learn about a new market. Learn a new, about a new segment of the market. You want to learn all about, you know, the luxury buildings with doormen study those luxury buildings with doormans like doormen rather um something do something that's going to elevate your business don't just sit home and cry about the fact that you can't leave i mean this is a perfect opportunity to get ahead because everybody is brought down to zero everybody's on level playing field now uh, conversely if you're an agent who does a ton of business you know talk to the people you're doing business with. Make sure people are feeling comfortable with where they're at. Be a voice of reason. Be a voice of calm and cool and collect because if you turn on the, the, the 
radio or TV or anything. It's it's pandemonium. And yes, I'm not going to take that away from what's I'm not I'm not saying live in a bubble. Obviously, it's pandemonium. But we're going to come out of this fine. We always do. We came out of 9-11. We came out of the Lehman Brothers collapse. We came out of Sandy. Like, all of this will be okay at some point. And what are you going to do as an agent to properly put your clients per- first and properly get them positioned to leverage prob- properties that they have to buy more or to sell properties correctly to maybe you know upgrade, whatever it is. But everybody has their own personal journey with real estate and you have to be they're ready and willing to help these people get to the next level um, or get back. You know, you might have people that are just like, you know what? I have so many holdings. I, I need to step back. I just, I, I'm too overextended. This whole thing made me think twice about this. I want to step back. I can't tell you how many people from Manhattan I've talked to that are like, that's it. We, we were considering buying in Manhattan. We're not anymore. We want to be on, you know, we want to be in Jersey or on this side of the river. Um, there's going to be a lot of that. This stuff like this shakes people up. It makes people stop worrying about the next dollar they're getting and the next bonus and the next dinner they're going to. It makes people stop and think for better or worse. (laughs) And it makes them start to realize what's important to them. Um, And real estate is is something that should be involved in everyone's life, whether it's from a rental or sale perspective. In my opinion, it should always be sale. But regardless, real estate is where your family gathers on holidays. Real estate is where you make a life for yourself. It's where your kids grow up. It's where you fall in love. It is where you, you know, leverage to to pay for college. It is an incredible asset and tool in any financial plan. And when you have something like this, you you have the opportunity. Some people are going to have the opportunity to get way more than they did six weeks ago because of the collapse, because of some sort of, you know, ex- external circumstance that comes in and, and, and changes the playing field for them. So it's important in identifying those people in your sphere of influence. How can you help them through this? Because everyone's terrified, you know, and someone who tells you they're not is lying. (laughs) You know, I woke up on Sunday morning, visibly anxious, visibly anxious. And it was because I hadn't left my house. I, you know, didn't do my hair. I didn't put on makeup. I haven't worked out in three days. And Monday I said, that's it. I'm turning this around from now on. I get up normally. I work out normally. I work out more possibly now than I ever did. Um, And reading is going to be a part of my day. Speaking to my girlfriends is going to be a part of my day. Connecting with people I haven't talked to in months is going to be part of my day. This is what you should be doing. The, The universe is giving you a pause button. We will never, hopefully, ever get this again. And from one extrovert to another (laughs) who this is incredibly hard for me to slow down incredibly hard um but i am finding i'm using parts of my brain in the past two weeks that i haven't used since middle school and so there is a silver lining to this it will not be easy for the next couple weeks it's going to be a battle and you're going to have to you know remain mentally tough from an entrepreneurial standpoint you're gonna have to plan come up with a 10 20 and 30 percent crisis plan and react accordingly if this happens execute number you know this number one. If, if this happens, execute plan number two, run lean, do whatever you can to get through this because there will be an upside on the other side of this. And if you're not planning now, you're not going to have the opportunity to take part of it. So I hope that wasn't too much of a rant. Again, I just wanted to hop on here per people's request and just kind of talk about it. This was by far the longest uh, podcast I've ever done. The next one we are trying to do is with a guest. So, I mean, I promise you'll stop hearing my voice just repeatedly <laughs> talk on here. Um, and we can't wait to up this the way it was supposed to be supposed to be upped, so to speak. So, listen, 
please be well out there. Call us anytime. I am happy to hop on a call. I have recently come into a hell of a lot of free time. <laughs> um, and I'm happy to talk about anything. Um, and, and, and please, you know, be well out there and start, start realizing this for what it is. It's, it's a reset. And it's, I think, honestly, as much as I'm fighting it with every fiber of my being, it's, uh, it's necessary. So live well, love more out there, be safe, um, and stay tuned. Thank you.